0: Welcome to the podcast that gives you a fresh perspective on movies, comics, and pop culture. We aren't afraid to give you an honest take and won't pull any punches. This is Films in Black and White. I am Doug Wagner. I'm Marcus Destin. Welcome to Films in Black and White everybody. I think we need something after this. Like I'm Marcus Destin. I'm black It's a little weird in this video format because if you were like, I'm Marcus Destin and I'm white, they'd be like, oh! They could be be convinced easily. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we could do voices if we wanted, but it would – probably get us off the air pretty fast probably probably. this is probably the wrong
1: time to do like it's just too much time and everybody's watching everybody has nothing but time on their hands
0: because i mean i thought a lot of i think a lot of people were like oh man the coronavirus the best thing that's going to happen for us is that maybe some of this racist stuff's going to die down and it did not nope it actually got worse
1: all it did was ramp (laughs) the hell up
0: i was like
1: all right Right. y'all are just y'all's are bored as hit. Head- I saw a video today. Once again, as you should know, this is not a political podcast, but sometimes we're a political it is podcast. Not. Um, but I saw a video of a cop trying to get into a building that was like trying to that was violating the social distancing rules. And it was just literally, I was I looked at the video three times. It was just a whole bunch of older white people guarding the door. There was like just standing would not let him in and was like surrounding him. And it looked like he was about to get beat up, but yet he didn't pull his gun. And I was like, huh? Interesting.
0: That's it. That's all I had for that video. Because they were
1: all interesting, right? Why are people so persistent? There was, there was also another video of people like protesting of like opening up the gyms and they were literally doing the things that they could do at home to protest. Like, they're outside the courthouse doing push-ups, doing squats, and like everything. And I'm like, you can do this at home. Why are you protesting? This doesn't make sense for you to protest. Open up the gyms. For you to do exactly I'm not getting doing. pushed. This doesn't even make, this doesn't make any sense at all. The corona has got people tripping. That's the bottom line. Bottom yeah, line. Absolutely. We're living in a purge. Ooh.
0: What? Yeah, probably. Yeah, not yet, but like, probably. Anyway. We're headed there, probably. We are in week seven, I think. I've lost track of the weeks now. I have, we're in week seven of uh, the uh, coronavirus, the Rona, keeping us indoors. Uh, how you holding up? I'm, I'm okay. Started work again,
1: so they kind of got me into a new routine. Um, yeah. Work is pretty that's much good. just like home, though. Nobody's, nobody's there. It's just, <laughs> just like, Instead I of sitting by yourself there. at home, you're sitting by yourself at the oh, muck, huh? That's it, for like three hours, and I'm just like, yeah, there's nobody here. Like, right like, it's, it's kind of strange
0: like it people kind of walk it. By, you but have but like sit quiet
1: yeah yeah that's it like because you can't we you know you don't turn you don't want to like turn the tvs on and think anybody's like there so like you get there and you sit there and it's literally you can hear a mouse fart like that's right. how quiet it is inside of there like it's it's, it's abnormally quiet but i'm i'm cool though. Right. i'm cool all right
0: that's good it, that's so good. i got
1: a new routine going got a haircut good um so i feel a lot good. better
0: i was gonna say you look like you were a little more, more trimmed yeah it was rough. Your beard yes, looked better. Rough.
1: thank you. appreciate
0: it yeah yeah good well, that's good. Glad things are going well on your end, especially now that yeah how about you mode. uh not too bad uh it's start i mean it's starting to kind of and we're starting to get creeper creeping closer, to getting us back to work um the gym has reopened up with some new guidelines and social distancing orders and stuff like that in so i'll get back a little bit into that routine next week um Mm. you know obviously so long as it feels safe and so on and so forth but um yeah i mean it's going it's going well i mean i'm kind of ready to have i'm kind of ready to have uh my life uh my kids not around me all the time and i'm ready to kind of get back into my life a little bit um it's it's hard man i mean it's really i mean Not because now we're starting to get into planning for next fall, like opening and what the building's going to look like and programming and all that jazz. And so, you know, when it was the end of the semester, it was just, it was easier to kind of chip away and block off chunks of time. And now it's like, well, there's more. I mean, there was stuff I was supposed to work on, but now there's more stuff I have to work on that has that that's a little bit heavier and important. So it's just been a little crazy. So yeah. Ready to get back at it.
1: At least we're not California. California has got three more months. They're, they're locked down till July. So
0: yeah, you know, no, I feel thank like you.
1: we'll get there. Yeah, I don't know. Do, do I want to be California and play it safe or do I want to go back out and, and hope everybody's yeah. okay? I don't know, which It's kind of like the six in one hand, half a dozen in the other. So we'll right. see. That's I mean, all we can do is wait it out, I guess.
0: Right, exactly. And again, <clears throat> take care of yourself. Wash your hands, wear a cloth mask when going out in public, social distance, that stuff. I think if you can keep that stuff going, I mean, you really control what you can control, right?
2: Yeah, and control absolutely. yourself
0: that's about it so um cool well let's get after it let's get into the let's get into some movie stuff so this is a uh, a movie review episode um and we're bringing back some we want to just touch on some news so we're going to hit you mm. with our top two so marcus what's your top two pieces of movie news for that you've heard over the course of the past week
1: um things that i'm pretty excited about uh actually so percy jackson they just announced a percy jackson series for disney plus um for any for those of you that are familiar with the percy jackson series um it is kind of it is about that demigod greek mythology but it's based like it's surrounding the lives of their children like their teenage children and so basically coming into their own there was two movies that came out way well like years ago Um, That I fairly enjoyed those two movies, but for some reason they never continue that route. And so it's kind of exciting to see that they'll be doing a series, which I think can fit this story a little bit more and allows you to develop characters a little bit more as opposed to trying to squeeze in a thousand things into one film. So that's pretty exciting. Disney, Disney plus seems to be really diving into the content field. Like sure. there's been a lot of announcements about different types of content, different series coming. And so I'm excited for that, but that was one. And the other one was the uh, Superman and Lois TV show. Um, oh. the, the C, yeah. The CW has just, they released like a full listing of TV shows that they got coming up. So they got like a Walker, Texas Ranger reboot, Superman sure. and Lois. Um, they have the swamp. They have a swamp thing. They're oh, bringing cool. that series to CW. So
0: that's really cool. Of
1: course. Yeah, it is really, it's really dope. So, The CW has some sleepers and they have a lot of really good TV shows on there. If you're really still into watching TV shows every week and really catching things like the flash and that kind of stuff, that's the dope part. So those are my two top news for the week. What about you?
0: Sure. First one is uh, a trailer dropped this week for the movie. Um, I want to look it up and get it right. Um, Trailer dropped for uh, this new movie with Pete Davidson, um, which Uh, looks King of Staten Island. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And I watched the trailer for it, and I am really, really, really excited about it. Just yeah. as a movie, because I think I think it's going to touch on some really heavy stuff, but I think it's going to do it in that Judd Apatow, Pete Davidson kind of way, where it's like we're able to use humor as sort of a rubber sword to make a mother like to make a point, but not make people upset. So. I'm really just excited. It looks like it's going to be one of those kind of similar to funny people. If you ever saw that with Adam Sandler, where it's a, Mm -hmm. it's a funny movie about a comedian, but there's some really dark underground stuff to it too. So sort of a dark comedy, really excited about what that looks like and what that'll be. Um, The other piece of movie news is they dropped some, I mean, they did some interviews with um, Robert Pattinson from Batman about just what he's been doing. And basically what he said is he's not doing anything. He said he's not trying to keep himself active or in any type of shape, just because it's stressful enough trying to think about what he's gonna do. Um, So he said that he's really not trying to focus on that because it's just too much pressure with everything else going on. And he's like, I'll have enough time to get myself back into that shape and to hit it really, really hard. But he's not following any trainer advice while he's in quarantine.
1: That worries me because the director just said that everybody should be keeping up with their, which is funny because Seth MacFarlane had an interview with Jimmy Fallon and he was talking about how the Orville got shut down in their third season mid, like cut as they were recording mid-season. So he made a joke about how one shot for the third season, you'll have the regular shot, and then the next would be ten people with like ten to twelve pounds, like in addition from the corona, like from being quarantined. So. Yeah. I think for a lot of films, you're going to see that. I hope, I just hope he takes it serious. You know what I'm saying? Um, I mean, I hope he so. Has to know how how serious this Batman role is, he has to know that.
0: Right. Yeah. I mean, I would really like to think that. I mean, he's going to have to dial it back in. But if it, what my fear is, is that it's going to be kind of like he's on call. He's got like a red phone in his house, and the director's going to call him up and be like, "We're getting after it. Get on a plane." And he's going to have to. He's not going to have any lead time to do some no. squat thrusts and crunches to get himself back in shape or whatever it is he does. Like, yeah. he's not going to have any time. Like he's just going to have to go. What type of shape? I wonder what type of
1: shape he was in. You right. Know, usually we get a glimpse of, we got a glimpse of, of Christian Bale when, you know, that, that post Bane fight, we saw how big he bulked up for a fem, and We all know Christian Bale is a, he's very much so a method actor. He dives into yeah. these roles where he um, either loses weight or gains weight. But, like, I wonder where he is now and what Bruce is supposed to look like. That's yeah. the thing that interests me, of what kind of Bruce Wayne will we have. So, yeah, yeah. whatever. Makes, me, it makes, makes me a little
0: nervous. Like you said, makes me a little nervous, but interesting to say the least, that there's somebody yeah. who's just kind of ignoring it. So For sure. So, cool. Oh, Top two, just to get us a little taste until we get to next week. So, we really were excited about this next feature we're adding. So, we're trying to make I, I, the podcast I, I, better.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm agreeing with you. That was me. Oh, okay, I was you. like, I was like, did you have with random noises? No, random, random noises. I, 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 yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> um, but we're really trying to make the podcast better, and we're very excited about this next feature. Um, we're going to add a quiz element to our podcast. We're kind of trying to come up with a fun name for it, but um, st- stump the black and white folks, I guess, is what it's it's supposed to be. Um, and this is an opportunity where we're going to actually invite guests to join us for a small segments of our podcast um Mm -hmm. and then um basically quiz them see what they know about movie news or if they have a quiz for us and they want to see if they can stump us either way um but right now marcus and i are going to do it with each other with a little uh a little quote uh so it's going to be called guess name that movie just based off the quote so marcus do you want to go first or would you like me to go first i think you should go first all right that is fine i will absolutely go first um are you ready sir i'm ready okay so i'm not going to give you any information i am literally just going to read it and you see if you can tell me what the movie is okay are you ready yeah i'm ready okay don't you see the danger john inherent in what you're doing here genetic power is the most genetic power is the most awesome force the planet's ever seen but you'll wield it like a kid that's found his dad's gun
1: this is a sci-fi something. Um, is it Jurassic Park? It is Jurassic Park. Ah, yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: All right, look at What's you. That, is, that, is that one? Is that Jurassic Park one? Yep, Jurassic Park 1, ah, 1993. Can you right, guess the right. person
0: who says it? That's going to be hard. Uh, Can you guess that, the person that says
1: it? It's this. But you will it like if it, It's the guy with the um with the amber cane.
0: He—that's who he's talking to, but that's not the person who said it. Ah, oh, man. Because that character's name is John Hammond. Hammond. So he says, "Don't you see what I you're mean. doing here, John?" So that's who he's talking to.
1: Is it, is it the guy that the, the guy that doesn't like dinosaurs? He's the the he's essentially the, the 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 adventurer of the film. You mean? I don't. What is? I don't know. Uh, okay, so Dr. there's. Ian,
0: I'll tell you. Yeah. How about just, that? I'll bail it? you out, Doctor Ian Malcolm. So it's um. It's what's hold on. It's what's his name's character. I can't believe I don't remember this. Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum's character. Ah, that's
1: that's not who I thought it was. Yeah, that's not who I thought it was. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. Okay. So yeah, yeah. that's my cool Okay, cool. cool. good job. job. I'm impressed. You got that like right away. I, thank you. I, you know that is one of my favorite movies. I think we talked about that. Like, yeah. Jurassic Park is one of my favorite movies. So. Yep. Yep. Um, it must be like embedded in my head because I just was like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um. All right. My turn. Are you ready? Yes, a census taker once tried to test me. I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice Chianti.
0: Okay, so that is Doctor Hannibal Lecter Sorry. in The Silence <laughs> of the Lambs. That was that was really good. Yeah, you got that one. That was
1: that, I felt like that was kind of spot on. Once you get to the once yep. you get to the the fava beans and the Chianti. Yep.
0: Yep. Yeah. So, a fun good. fact about that is I listened to a I listened to a podcast where they talked about. Um, like his role in that movie and how mm-hmm. it was like, it was scary, but it was scary because he played him as kind of a nice guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was that portion, because right after that, he goes, <laughs> like yeah. right after that in the movie, yeah. that yeah. was improvised. He did not, he was, mm-hmm. that was not something that was scripted. So if you, so there's a, okay, we like to plug other podcasts, but there's another podcast that's great called Unspooled, where they talk about really, really good movies like the AFI mm-hmm. Top 100. Um, mm-hmm. And that's they did a little bit of a feature on like his work and his choices that he made with that character, and it's nuts to hear about. Damn.
1: That's kind of crazy. Yeah. Damn. Cool. Okay.
0: I was well, hearing those kind of facts about
1: actors improvising our favorite mm-hmm. moments because you're yeah. like, man, the director really had it, and you're like, no, that's no, that's one of those didn't. moments you have to credit the actor.
0: Yeah. Because so, I mean, he no could have gone and played that like super dark and super mm-hmm. aggressive, and it yeah. would have been scary. But the fact that he plays it so flat. Like, and you can't, like, it's hard to read him and he plays it so, like, mental and he talks, like, so quiet. Mm-hmm. It almost makes you more scared of him because you're like, no, this is a dude who talks like he's done this before and he's really calm yeah. about it. Yeah. 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 That's kind of crazy, yeah. though. Cool. But, awesome. man, that was good. Yeah. So, if you are interested in being a guest on our podcast and attempting to stump us or you want us to stump you... Uh, just shoot us a Facebook message, shoot us a, a text, what have you, um, and we'll kind of go from there. But we're excited to introduce that into the podcast. So, the awesome. Well, let's get into this week's movie. Marcus, it was your pick, so you get to tell us the movie and the rating scale this week. All right, everybody.
1: So this week, um, we had a really dope, it was actually a really uh, really dope film. I actually watched it twice. I think I watched it twice, which is kind of hard for me because I don't watch a lot of Netflix. but. Um, yeah we watched this week we watched extraction uh, which is available yeah. on Netflix. if you have a netflix if you are subscribed you can go ahead and watch that right now you can pause this go and watch it um and then listen to our review
2: yeah
1: um so extraction uh stars chris hemsworth uh it is directed by sam hargrave and produce uh producer credits to chris hemsworth and anthony russo And this week's, um, what are we calling it, a grading scale? This week's grading scale is going to be The Mummy (laughs) 1 versus Tomb of the Dragon Emperor. (laughs) So I wanted to keep it in the same movie (laughs) series genre. uh, Yeah. Two two very opposing ends of movies. Oh Um, yeah,
0: absolutely. So your good movie is The Mummy and your bad movie is Tomb of the Dragon Emperor.
1: Okay, Tomb of the all Featuring right. Jet Li for some strange reason. It's just, yeah, there you
0: go. But yeah, mummies exist. So here we go. That's Mummy. all I got. <laughs> mummies exist in China. That's why. Um, <laughs> cool, awesome. Can we just like that movie was just terrible. God, it was bizarre. Was it was weird. I mean, there were Yetis it in it. Unnecessary. Yeah. He kept switching. It. He was trying. He, at one point, I feel like he was a dragon, which I didn't quite understand. But yeah, this sounds like something Josh Wheaton would do. Probably. Um, all right, Marcus, do you want, <laughs> do you want to give us your, uh, your synopsis of this particular movie? For sure. So, um, basically boom, this is what
1: had happened. You got a movie about this ex-soldier, right? Big, big, big white, big Australian man. He got mad tattoos. He's basically the Australian version of Jason Momoa. Um, so you basically got this guy, right? He's tormented. He's what it felt like, but more than that, it felt like the um the motion of the vehicles, the motion of the camera made me feel like when they're running, I'm running. Like I'm almost just as tired of just looking at the film because it's like once the action starts, it's boom, 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 boom. It, it goes right yep. into it. So that was one of the things that I really enjoyed. Um, And we'll go back and forth. Let, let's go back and forth with yeah, the yeah. Uh, things that we thought worked.
0: Uh, What I thought worked, to be honest with you, is I'm going to go and piggyback off what you said, the cinematography. I thought the framing of stuff was really well. I thought there were some really pretty shots in this movie. Like, I thought that there were some really, like, yeah. it was well-framed, it was lit well. It just looked really, really good. I mean, right off the gate, the piano scene where that kid is playing the piano and the shot sort of is yeah. down towards the bottom, but then it kind of pans up a little bit. I just thought that that was really, really well done. And then they even yeah. used similar framing styles to, to kind of evoke the same feeling that you were had. Mm-hmm. So like that same shot of looking at the kid at the piano was very similar to the shot of Hemsworth looking out his front door when he's in Australia. Like they look mm-hmm. and feel very similar and they're framed similarly. So mm-hmm. I just think it was an interesting choice and I really, really liked it. I thought it was well done. Yeah,
1: yeah I don't know who and this was and this was Sam Hargrave's first time directing this was his debut mm-hmm. so i thought sure. that with that being said if the, he's responsible for these kind of shots or um creating this vision um i you know i give very big kudos to him it's been a while since i felt like that about sure. an action film and this very much so felt like an action yeah. film no it's not going to win an award it, i'm not expecting it to win any type of award a big award but sometimes i want to get back to movies just being enjoyable movies. Like and the awards sure. happen second because the movies are just so good. So I just felt like this was very good. It didn't go looking to be an award winning project. It was just very, very good. So um it was great opening action. Yeah like I said action throughout. One of the other things that I enjoyed was the character development. Um yeah. they didn't give it to you all at once, but then when they did give you the little bit, I enjoyed the scene with O V, which is the little kid and mm-hmm. um, that got kidnapped, and Tyler, which is Chris Hemsworth's character. Um, I enjoyed that scene of them in the bedroom and him watching over Ovi while he sleeps. But Ovi's asking him questions about like basically dissecting him about what, why yeah. are you like this? Why did this go so wrong? And they have this kind of connection about Chris Hemsworth right. or Tyler feels disconnected from the world because of the decision he made with, you know, his kid and leaving his kid while his kid fought. Was it lymphoma? Or lymphoma? Yes. yeah, it was, it, was,
0: yep, it, was, it was lymphoma.
1: So Chris he Chris volunteers to go back to war um, while his child basically in his is fighting lymphoma and then dies while he's away. Um, yeah. And Ovi says that, you know, so basically I'm this package. So my father treats me just like a package too as well. Like nobody really cares about Ovi, but they just treat him like, you know, like he's this danger or he is this hot commodity that if anybody else gets their hand on, they'll have an upper hand about. So I... It wasn't too much, but it, but it wasn't, it was like just enough to get me involved in the characters and see like, okay, they actually do give a fuck. It wasn't Chris Hemsworth trying to fight. Um, right. You could, yeah. care, you could see that he cared. He, he, and it right. wasn't like Usually you get the separation between characters where if it's a kid and an adult, the adult is more like, shut up. You don't know anything. But it, it didn't Go feel ahead. like that in this movie.
0: No, and it was definitely, you could tell that there was a bond that developed over time because right away it was very cold, like, put this on, do what I say, you'll be fine. But by the end, I mean, especially that scene that you just talked about where, I mean, shortly after that, Ovi shoots Chris Hemsworth's friend, brother, not exactly sure, um, but shoots him um, and then starts crying. And there's this really like warm kind of like heartfelt moment where uh, Ovi's crying and saying, I just want to go home. And instead of like being like, get off me, let's get you home. He he hugs him back. He goes, we'll get you there. Like, we'll, we'll, you know, and I thought that that was really, really nice. So, yeah, yeah, I agree with you. Um, Another thing. What's up, everybody? We need to take a moment to talk about this week's sponsor. Have you heard about Anchor? You haven't. Let me tell you, it is the easiest way to record a podcast. What makes it so easy? Well, first off, it's free. So right out of the gate, that's a plus. Second, it's got great tools to make creation and editing from your phone or computer super, super smooth and super, super fun. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And finally, it's got everything that you need to make a podcast all in one place. If you want to make the jump and start your own, po- own podcast, download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor.fm to get started. Now back to our show. Of this movie that worked for me that I thought was really well done um, was just the action itself, mm-hmm. because uh, in sometimes in action movies they tend to protect the main like the main protagonist and they can mm. tend to like make sure that they're not really touchable or they do things that are really, really fantastical. And I got to be honest with you, they put Hemsworth through the goddamn ringer in this. Like there was that fight scene that was in the middle of the street.
1: They fucked him up.
0: Yeah. I mean, he was in the middle of the street and all of a sudden out of nowhere, this car just comes out of nowhere and just runs him over, like just hits him. And I was like, oh shit. And I just, and typically in action movies, you don't see that. I mean, to Mm -hmm. contrast this with something like, let's give you an example, like bad boys. I mean, the two Martin Lawrence and Will Smith didn't really get as beat up in bad boys as Chris Hemsworth did. And it was a similar type situation. So I just thought that it was really interesting to see that choice and to really make it a little bit more raw um, and how it goes um so i was really impressed with the action i thought it was well done it wasn't over the top it was just the right amount for me because i'm not a big action movie guy but i thought that was really well done so yeah that's that's definitely something that worked for me yeah
1: i thought that i think that that's a dope that's a dope um that's a dope thing to take note of because usually we wait until the end of movies to see a character get really really beat up because they do right they do make characters seem invincible, but what made this war movie or action movie seem realistic was Chris was pretty beat up. The first night scene that we get, um, oh where yeah, just and his arm was in shit. a sling, his, yeah. yeah, arm was in a sling. Um, he took a couple knives. He took a couple like stabs, like to the to the chest yeah. area, like you know what I'm saying. So it w- it was pretty. It was pretty bad, and so I think that makes it more realistic. Um, so yeah, that was it just that was pretty it. should dope.
0: be super surprising because I looked up i looked up the director um and actually one of the interesting things about sam hargrave is sam hargrave is famous for being a stunt double
2: really like he was
0: a stunt double on yeah he was a stunt double on the wolverine he played hugh jackman listen to some of these other credits of things that he did where he was a stunt double so um so he did if you go all the way back um he was a stunt double for Gambit and Victor uh, Gambit and X Men Origins Wolverine. He was a stunt double for um, in the movie Transformers. He was a stunt double in um, what else? He was a stunt double in Green Lantern, a stunt double in The Avengers. He basically stunt doubled for Captain America. So it's not it, it's not super surprising. That he mm. shot it and made the choices he did with the action. He was like, I'm a stunt double. I know how to do this well to make mm-hmm. it look as real and as raw as possible. So mm-hmm. I think that that's where if you're going to do an action movie, get a stunt double to, to if they have the ability to direct like Sam does and they have the desire to, get him to do it. Because, man, it's, it's going to look dope.
1: That is, that's phenomenal. And he's been a part of some some big pretty big films in general those are pretty big yeah. films that you name whether they flopped yeah. or whether they did not yeah. flop um those are huge, huge films up. to be a part of yeah and he's that I means he's he's hung around a lot of directors. So that means yes. he's been taking in a lot of knowledge. He's been taking in and just watching and analyzing, but somebody trusted him enough to be like, no, he gets it and he can do this.
0: So yeah. I think that's pretty dope. He's been, he has been a stunt double and in the business for action movies since 2005. So yeah. for the past like 15 to 14, 14 to 15 years, he's been literally watching, observing, and seeing how it goes. Um, and even most recently with Avengers Endgame, he was a stunt coordinator. So he helped figure out the stunts for folks on that. So he has his chops and knows what he's oh, yeah. doing. So, but I think that that choice showed itself in that action that was there because I thought it was really, really cool and really, really well done.
1: That's pretty boss. To, to, go, to go from a stunt person to even go to a stunt coordinator – in Avengers: Endgame, that's a huge yeah. film, right. um, yeah. and, and and I can see why Anthony Russo may have given a producer credit. I can also see why Chris Hemsworth. I see their relation yep. now. Um, not yep. to say that they gave him an advantage, yeah. but I, I but I think that is dope. It, I think that they yeah, very very dope.
0: Um, like I really want to do this. This is a passion project. It'd be fun to do. Would you guys be willing to help me out? Um, and I'm sure for directing Russo gave him some pointers and was like, hold on, hold on, yeah. like. Let's walk oh, you through yeah. this. And make sure you do it well. So I thought that was cool.
1: Yeah, and Chris, as an actor, of course, I had to give him some credits too. Shout out to Chris Hemsworth for finding a good genre that fit him. Um, he 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 manages to balance being Thor and still being Chris Hemsworth outside of being Thor. I thought um, this, and I think that that's hard way. to do. Yeah. yeah, I think I think Chris Hemsworth does a good job we're sitting there. And we were like, something's up with him. And we called it, and, it, and right. obviously that scene oh, has yeah. to happen because it, it proves everybody's against you. Like right. the only one you can trust is your is your team. Right? But it just seemed like it didn't have to be him. I'm glad it was him because I like, um, and oh, yeah. I like um David Harborough. Yeah. So I'm a fan of yeah. David. I like anything that he does. I even like the Dare. I mean, I like the uh, Hellboy film that he did as well. So
0: yeah. So I just I think yeah, this is kind weird. of an interesting choice. Um. You know what I wrote right before that, and this is random, and this is maybe our transition into how you would rate it. I wrote that Indian rap really slaps. I don't know why. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why that stuck with me. The song that introduced him, where he was driving up, I literally wrote that Indian rap really slaps. But whatever. Anyway, the, <laughs> random you know,
1: thoughts. The, <laughs> the interesting. You know, I, I find it interesting when I hear rap from other countries. So like oh, Russian yeah. rap um Japanese when, when I, I hear that, it I don't know what's being said but the cadence and the beat and stuff always well, sounds nice to me so I thought the exact same thing I was like this is pretty tough yeah. um pretty good music and it fits David Harborough's even though he wasn't a coked out character it definitely
2: it he it felt it like the a coked out character
1: yeah and yeah that, that he there was looked a- like a wet sweaty coked out character um you know Well, once again, a predictable scene, but the scene that had to happen. Because you couldn't have him sitting in this house for too long. You had to have a transition point where it was like, we need to get the fuck out of here and push this movie along.
0: And I do think it was an interesting choice for Ovi to shoot him. I thought that that was a really interesting choice. And I'm glad you got somebody like David Harbour to do it, because I thought that that was an interesting choice. So I get the importance of the character to the story, because Ovi has to shoot somebody who's important to Chris Hemsworth. Mm -hmm. But I just again I, it felt like kind of an afterthought but what i will say is i
1: did enjoy his reasoning yeah. i like the way that he pieced together his i
0: mean i get it the itch but yeah i don't know if that would be that bad <laughs> I've never had that bad of an itch before so <laughs> <laughs> so i didn't realize it was cramps so i get it the itch well i mean <laughs> yeah I mean, see now I have to rethink that whole joke, yeah I have to yeah. rethink i mean, I guess yeah, then now it makes sense, but <laughs> but at the time it just didn't land,
1: <laughs> so
0: that's hilarious I, I mean, I
1: get it, They itch, but, but I get but, it They itch, itch but, but shit, that's hilarious, but for me, I kind of I, to play off of that, one of the things I had a problem with i'm I'm with both of you, yeah, and, um. I'm also young. There's things that I oh for sure. you know, There's there's things that I miss in my the identity of age, right? Yeah. That I can miss that I don't understand because I didn't grow up in that time period. Yeah. Um, and there's things that I just you know won't get. I just didn't have those experiences. Yep. Like, in, in all those situations, right? You you get a taste of it, but not sure. in depth of being in the 80s and growing up. Like, yeah. Parenting styles, the world changed as I got older. Where yeah, how I kind of started in the first half of my life. Yeah. Those things were no longer quote unquote accepted yeah, right on the back end of my life, or they changed the perspective on those things changed yeah, for sure a lot moving forward for sure. so one of the things I did have a problem with was the representation and misrepresentation of um black women, yeah,
0: I agree with that women in general, yeah,
1: because everything felt like um from the scene <clears throat> with her in the bar, yeah, it felt like that was kind of a, a dig at, at black women, you know, all all their stuff be. Fake, excuse me. All this stuff is fake. Yeah. There there wasn't a... Outside of the mama... Yeah. There wasn't a role that felt strong enough. I was trying to figure out the whole All cramp scene as well.
0: Yeah. Again, it's, it's, a it's funny not cramps, it's cramps.
1: <laughs> it's a funny scene. But I'm trying to figure out the connection of why that. Like, is, right. it, is it a tie to Ghostbusters? Ghostbusters that just came out the night before. Yep. I mean, the night... I'm sorry, the year same, before. The year before, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So, um... Is it a connection to Ghostbusters? What was the right. joke? Why yeah. is that? So for me, it felt like a better representation could have been given when it came to black women or women in general. Right. That may be the only if I'm, and that's if I'm nitpicking, and that's me as a man trying to right spot the spot the difference.
0: Yeah, I mean it's definitely a hyper masculine movie for yes. sure. Like it's definitely you know this is. A group of, of men going out and doing something in their com- in their community, yeah. and, and it's you know they have guns and they're they're rough and they're tugging yes. and they're bad, like so it's it's definitely a hyper masculine movie for sure, which is why I think the role of the the role of Mama is so interesting mm-hmm. because they're all hyper masculine until Mama shows until up. Mom, so I think yeah. that that's a very interesting yeah. like point and that juxtaposition is really cool, but um, not something necessarily. Again, I would agree with you. Like yeah. that that representation is not exactly a great yeah. So. Um did you have anything else, Amon?
2: Um I I think the one the one critique that um cuz this movie actually came out when I was in middle school. Uh-oh. oh wow. So I wasn't allowed I couldn't go see it when it was in the theaters. <laughs> exactly. I had to wait until it came out on VHS and then sneak and watch it. Um yep. my parents rented it. Sneaking it. So it's
0: a different decade, everybody.
1: <laughs> what the how do you sneak and watch a big old thick VHS tape? <laughs> Especially when
0: you rewind what it
1: the like, heck? <laughs> like it's not like they were quiet.
0: Just <laughs> like throwing a blanket over <laughs> it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, that that I I saw this a few years after it came out. Um, but one of the one of the critiques of it is That it does pull the pull the curtain back on what black life is. Sure. And we have always been taught you don't air your dirty laundry. Sure. Sure. For
0: sure. You know,
2: so to put something like this out um, was it it was it was dangerous. It it you know can be seen being reckless or you know any number of things because you're pulling back that veil and we don't want everybody to know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, you know, at the same time, um, Black people and communities of color in general have used comedy as a means to get by yeah. um, or a- as a coping mechanism as well. Sure.
0: Was saying,
2: um, for what's going on in the world and what's going on with me. Yeah. So, you know, th- that, that definitely comes through in it.
0: But
2: at the same time, we ain't supposed to be showing folks this. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Huh. Absolutely. Interesting. I I never considered that. Yeah.
1: I mean, and I don't know what the difference is. Yeah. There are things that if, if life at home, is not good you just whatever stays in what's, what happened in this house stay in this house right that has always been the rule yeah like whatever goes on here you do not go to work you do not go home spilling the beans about like yo we got all these type of issues going on because it's not necessarily about the image of being perfect it's more so the image of I don't,
2: what is it
0: yeah that's i'm, I'm is curious it safety
2: is it is it to keep people safe or is it to be perfect well, there there is this notion that we do have to be perfect in public. Mm-hmm.
1: Sure. Um
2: and we can be a mess behind closed doors.
0: Huh.
2: Um, but it's also a safety mechanism. Um, because anything that anybody knows about you and and your flaws, that's that's a way in to to doing you in, or mm-hmm. I, I can get at you when I know where you're where where you're uh, where there's a chink in your armor where you're right. weak, I can get you if I know that. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm gonna present this perfect persona so that you don't know none of that and you can't say nothing about me. Absolutely. Right.
0: Yeah, I think that's interesting, and I say that I think that's interesting because if I think about like moments in and things that I've been taught from my family is. That principle of like you don't air your dirty laundry, mm-hmm. that was like my, – my parents definitely ingrained that in me of like we just don't tell people the stuff that we're trying to work out at home. Mm-hmm. But what mm-hmm. I think is the added difference is there's no – cult like I'm not rising to meet people's expectations that they already have decided about me. Like as a, as a white person, I can be a mess and people are like, oh, he's, he's, he's just a mess. But if it's – but I would imagine that if it's – it's this almost this idea – of like the world already thinks I'm less than, mm-hmm. so if I add on top of that and err on top of that, all the other shit I'm going with and going and having to deal with, mm-hmm. it just it's it's giving people ammunition that they already have and adding fuel well, to or the or fire. Pro- yeah, or proves them right. Right, yeah, right. It, right. It,
1: it, 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 they feel justified in their means of right. Oh, that's just another. Well, I was right the whole time. Right, and yeah. so that's
0: what I think is diff is 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 interesting is because I grew up with the same principle. But for probably the same reason, just without that significant cultural element to it based on my privilege and my identity.
1: You have to imagine the type of uh the type of mental burden that gives you to feel like you have to be perfect all of the Holy time. Holy shit.
0: I couldn't imagine like it.
1: Walking around like you have to you have to be on a thousand percent of the time and then when you go home yeah you can be off at home but how often are you home and how often are you outside like the balance is so off and i think that that's a that's one of the things about once again one of those timeless messages of yeah this is still something that people deal with today like being here in south dakota you do kind of feel when you first get here the culture shock you feel like that everybody's watching you right and that you the moment that you slip like I feel like that a lot too. Sure. Like they put they can hold you to high esteem. You can speak well, you can talk well. But the moment that you slip or the moment you show a little bit of emotion sure it's like and, and there's a split in identities the moment that a woman shows any passion yeah that she goes whatever she, she's the angry black woman yeah or the moment that a man he's an angry you know he's an angry black man right. and and he lost his cool he's losing his mind right so i you know i think that that's important to address and that is what we're talking about when we talk about more than a movie like right yes, yes the satire absolutely. is necessary The com the com- the comedy is necessary right yeah but once again it's a coping mechanism mechanism like to to be able to bounce back.
0: Right. And I think that that's that what makes this such a good movie and probably is indicative of its success at the box office is not just this idea of oh it's funny that appeals to all audiences but if you really if you're paying attention there are some deeper messages that are there that that are worth exploring and again like you've said are still still relevant today. Yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, this is that was great.
1: Um yeah, so that was um that was one of my bad. The other bad was you just said it appealed to all audiences. One of my bad was it appeals to a certain audience, right? Oh, interesting. So, like, if you – if it ain't for you, it ain't for you. Sure. So, you, you miss out on sure. possible messages, possible points. If you look at the title and it's like, I'm going to get you, sucker. Like you said, get with a G-I-T yeah. or G-E, like whatever it is.
0: Get versus get.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah. So but it, But it feels like <laughs> that you – you miss out on a moment. Yeah, for sure. Because So it is for certain people, and it could be for like black men, yeah. where this is another movie like Shaft. Like, yeah. oh, this is for me. Yeah. And maybe not necessarily for anyone else, and maybe they don't you know catch yeah. it in there. So yeah. Was
0: that. Yeah, I think that's definitely interesting. And again, like I said, I walk by this at Blockbuster all the time and never felt comfortable enough picking it up. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's that's an excellent point yeah. of, of it maybe not necessarily being for everybody. So, yeah. So... If nobody else has anything, I let's not. get into the ugly portion where basically
1: ugly is a matter of perspective, right? Everybody. Sure. Yeah. So in this matter of perspective, all of us are going to give our view of this movie. Sure. Is it is it good? Is it bad? How do you feel about it? Sure. And then tell me, is it worth the price of admission at your local theater here at Vermilion Theaters? Yeah. Here in Vermilion, we have the Vermillion Theaters, the Coyote Twin, and we support that's our local you, that's businesses. That's what you left, Lamont. That's what. Yeah, you left us. You left <laughs> us, and we pay. We pay cheaper. The ticket prices and shout out to uh shannon shannon cole shannon let us take pictures in there for some promo today some videos and pictures inside the vermilion theater hasn't seen anybody's in there since uh the corona started so and we the, got to and the that. heat was on and we were hot it was hot and we was it was steamy yeah, i came was... in there with a hoodie thinking it was gonna be cold like a typical movie day and my man it was and not, it was, not, boots it, was were not cool. it was bad <laughs> um but lamont let's start with you let's get to the ugly what do you think how do you feel yep and final thoughts?
0: Yes.
2: So this is for me is is worth the price of admission because um, if I'm going for the absolute absurd, insanely funny, yep. um This is where I go. Yeah. Okay. Um, and this only this is a, this is a it only appeals to people that like those uh, like the the um, Leslie Nielsen movies. Yep. Um. What was uh, shucks. Naked Gun? Yes, Naked yes, Gun. That's um, That's those Naked Gun movies. This is the the Michael Scott Dunder Mifflin, absolutely, um, yeah, absolutely. that type of stupid comedy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. that they are presenting it, has a message in there, yeah, um, and it's bringing you a message, but you have to be prepared for this type of stupid comedy,
0: yes, um.
2: Yep everybody can't handle that yes yeah i i think that it 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 is for certain audiences i'm one that has an appreciation for stupid comedy sure Um, so i i like it it is worth the price of admission um i don't have any ugly on this okay okay sounds good
0: how do you feel um Definitely worth the price of admission. I would watch it again. Okay. Like I would, I would watch it again. I would, if it were playing as like a throwback movie, you know, at Vermillion theaters, like late on a Friday, Saturday night. Like I'd find a babysitter and I might see if Brittany and I could go, just because it is that level of stupid, stupid humor. There were jokes throughout all of this that. That's that that to me were like my bread and butter. Like they were they were jokes that like I I was like they wrote this for me because it's just that stupid. <laughs> like especially the scene where Chris Rock is in the rib shop and he wants on. just one I rib.
1: How much for a rack of for for One,
0: one. rib. And then he goes into the soda. He's like, all right, how much for a soda? <laughs> And he goes, well, can you just pour, if I give you 10 cents, can you just pour it in my hand? Like, I thought that that whole joke was the funniest. And then yeah. he's like, can you break 100? I was like, that's funny. Yeah. Like, that's just yeah. well-written. Yeah. That's just good humor. And I, I really, really enjoyed it. So, like I said, I'd, I'd pay to go and see it at a late-night throwback showing at the Vermilion Theaters if they were to do it. Um as far as the ugly is concerned, and it's just throughout our conversation today, like in what we've been talking about, not something I thought about when I was watching it, but I wonder, and I'm curious to see what you all thought, not to you know extend the discussion longer. Do you feel, although that in, I don't want to say lesser hands, but maybe a, a prejudiced audience that this may be the points that it makes? Do you feel like maybe those might be lost on some people, and it may end up confirming things that they already believe, or do you think that that's that's hard? Because that's my question: is like if I'm thinking about it about somebody who maybe has um, some racial bias, some prejudice that already exists in them, and they watch the Young Gang competition, mm-hmm. is that gonna make the point that they need to make, or is that just gonna be like, oh, even they think it's funny? Mm-hmm. Like I, I I worry about that a little bit. Um, and I don't know why I worry about that. I mean, I do It's not worry so much that I didn't enjoy it. I loved the movie. I thought it was really funny. And like I said, I'd see it in theater. But just a thought that I had as I'm sitting back and reflecting on it, like does it make Does it make a point and does that point swing both ways?
2: I think it would. I, I think for somebody that is already biased and is thinking that way, um... Probably won't ever see this. Sure,
0: yes, <laughs> they'd be turned off by the box. Right. They'd, yep. Nope. <laughs> <That's true>.
2: But <laughs> if by the chance the wrong DVD was in the in the wrong box and they just popping it in, yep, they sitting there watching it like, oh, shucks, what is this? Yep. Then yeah, they probably would think that oh yes, this confirms it. This you know this, yep. Yep. this is this ain't fake news. It's real. This is right. Yep. TV yep um so you know I, I, and there there's a part of
0: that that does happen i think um yeah yeah absolutely. i mean that's the dangerous satire though too i mean i remember when you know stephen colbert had the colbert report and people thought that he was being serious yes. so i mean i suppose that that's the trouble with a certain level of satire and mm-hmm. this is a satire on black exploitation movies so not having the knowledge going in i suppose that would be a big part of it so yeah, yeah that's a very good point i hadn't thought about
1: yeah um I, I agree to answer your question. I do agree that um, my, my thought is always, um, and I had to learn this from my parents, that everything ain't for everybody. Right. Yep. Um, and so, like, there are certain messages that just go over your head. Yep, for it's, sure. I, I mean, as we see more, more so lately, like, <laughs> the president says, inject yourself with disinfectant. Some people take that serious. Oh, That's not even mm-hmm. satire. That is just him being stupid. Dumb. So, like, it's just like there's always going to be people that miss the mark and sometimes they have to go back and revisit um, things in order to understand them at a different time in a different place. Right. Um, but as far as the ugly, I don't see the ugly, I don't see any ugly in this. Um, It serves us. We here at Films in Black and White yep. love to remind people to take things as they are. Absolutely. Everything yep. is not going to be an Academy Award winning blockbuster movie. No. Sometimes a movie is just a movie and it's just meant for you to enjoy. Yeah. Um, absolutely. And for this to be his first film, yep. then to lead to other films and offer other opportunities, you know, there is no ugly for here. I think uh, yeah. in this movie, I think that you watch it, you catch messages, it's a good movie that you can rewatch and. Catch different points at different times and different jokes that you may have missed and background stuff going on. So, I don't see any ugly. Worth the price of admission, right? I paid two ninety nine for it. I Two ninety nine, yeah. Two ninety nine yeah. for it, and and I felt like it was worth it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where'd you watch it? On
2: stars.
1: Oh, I no, I don't have stars. Uh, look you at got, you. You got stars. Oh, i I got his account. I have stars. Oh, listen. <laughs> Shout out to Lamont for HBO Max. <laughs> you missed your little air <laughs> horn there. That's like, an air yeah, horn, that's horn a, moment. Yeah, that's a hold on. Let me let me. That's, that's let definitely me, a shout out to. Yeah, that's a home Lamont run. Lamont gave me the HBO Max password, and I was able to watch the Justice League, the three-hour version of yeah, uh, the Batman yeah, of Superman. So, that's really cool. Sorry. I mean, I don't have
0: stars, so I've got, <clears throat> I've got, I've got, I've got. Jesus Christ! I've got. <laughs> Apple, so I just rented it through that. that but like great. I said, it was worth the three dollars yeah. to rent it. Definitely, sure. worth, it. Definitely yeah. worth it. I
2: do have a question for you though, Doug. Yes. Mm-hmm. So the scene where um, where he goes to the um, the Black Revolution um, off headquarters. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what did, What did you think about that scene, and what did you What things did you catch out of that? You did say you had something to say about that
0: scene. Well, I mean, one. I, I thought it was. I thought it was funny, and I didn't necessarily get it. Like I assumed that there was a cultural joke there about beans, for example, because the the bean soda and him going, it's an acquired taste. And part of me was like, acquired for who? Like that's gotta <laughs> taste like that's gotta taste like shit, regardless. Like that's gotta be the issue, regardless. Funny. Um, I thought the interesting point of like we all showed up to protest and they all left with jobs. Mm-hmm. Like I thought, th- I thought that was a funny point. Um, yeah, I mean, I suppose there was. There was something there, but I'm not exactly sure if I got it. Um, I also thought that the the only thing that I took from that is that the little girl from Jurassic Park was also in this movie. Mm. So that's, that was the <laughs> thing that I took from it the most was I, I saw her and I was like, wait a goddamn minute. <laughs> like, and I started like, I was like, and, I, is you. and you should have seen me. It was like a eureka moment. Like I stood up from, from my couch and I was like, Brittany, she was that's the girl from Jurassic Park. And Bruce's like, oh, I know. I was like, oh, this is ridiculous. Um, but yeah, so yeah, I don't know. Was there something greater there that I should have, that I should have noticed that maybe I missed out so, on?
2: So there are things, like I said, there are details that are, that are buried in this that you really have to listen to. So when he calls his wife and you're not expecting that he's going to have a white wife, but right. he says, oh, here's my wife. Oh, Winch. I don't think people. Okay, so "Ophé" is an old, old term for white people.
0: Okay. Okay.
2: So if you go back and watch um, uh, "What's Love Got to Do with It," uh, okay, Ike is in the dressing room and he said, "Them Ophés out there um, got me second on the bullet. I'm I'm supposed to be first up there." <clears throat> it was a term that black people used to to talk about white. Sure. So that was her first name. Was... I did not know that with this term. And then winch, winch. on the right. top of it. Right. Yeah. Um, going back to the misogyny and all that of this. For sure.
1: Okay.
2: Um, And then his son's name is Whitey. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yep. As he talks about the white trash getting shot by white trash. <laughs> and Abraham Lincoln, Lincoln got shot by another piece of
2: white, white trash. Tra-
0: a white trash from a, uh, a cabin in, <laughs> in, in Illinois. Yes!
2: <laughs> yes! Yes! <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, so it, it there were there were those things that were buried in there that I don't yeah. think I don't think people really caught if you're not familiar with sure
0: with that history. No, yeah. that went right over me. Yeah, I don't even think I heard his name at the moment because again, I was obsessed with the little girl from Jurassic mm-hmm. Park, so I think <laughs> I even missed that point. Um, no, that's a that's a good thing. No, I didn't notice that at all.
1: I think that obvious <clears throat> joke. Which is not the first time Keenan Ivory makes a joke. Cause once again, if you watch uh, "Don't Be a Menace in South Central Los juice in the hood, right? Um, th- this it's the same joke of this black empowered go back to Africa. i am aware that wear the Afro wearing man is then married yeah. to a white woman. Where yeah. it's like no, like black power, like yeah. the strongest black power. Then you see in the community, cause this happens in the community. You see, sure. oh, he's married to a white woman. Happens in "Don't Be a Menace," where he's like. He, he talks about his his beautiful queen. Sure. He calls her his uh, milk of magnesia. Yeah. Hello, you beautiful milk of magnesia woman. Yeah. And there's this white woman with cornrows yep. and braces. Uh, and he's like, well, she even he's
0: calls like, him in the movie, in this movie, she even says, my African king. Yes. She even yes, calls him that directly yes. in this. So I yeah.
1: think that those direct jokes are hilarious. Sure. Because there's, there's a moment and Don't Be A minute. I should make you watch that with next. But Don't Be A minute. <laughs> he's like, excuse me, my beautiful black <laughs> ebony queen. Can you move to the side and tell that beautiful milk of magnesia woman that I want her, please? <laughs> <laughs> and it's just—it's so—it's so on the nose. Sure, it's sure, good, sure. It's, sure. Good. it's
0: good. All right. Well, that, that's something I'll have to watch for again when I watch it yeah, again. Yeah, I didn't sure. even pick up on that. That's a good question. What do you make me think, Lamont? <laughs> well, this is all about. That is absolutely accurate. <laughs>
1: <laughs> a little, little delay in my air horn. That, that's okay. Well.
0: We're still getting all the bugs out.
1: Well, listen, this was a struggle. But yes, it was. it was an honor to have you It right was. Here. We're so
0: happy you joined us. Yes. Thank you for taking the time. We yes. know that it's uh, a little bit later there for you, so we appreciate it. Yes. Yes, it's
2: past my bedtime.
0: Yeah, that's yeah, I, I, understand. Understand. I understand. Before we sign off, Lamont, anything that you want to plug? Anything you want to talk about? Anything you want to let people know that they should read, watch, anything like that?
2: Um just keep learning whatever you can get hands on uh just keep learning i got um i got two books sitting over here now that i am that i'm working well i've already read this one white for sure
1: yep yep
2: um good book and this is the other one that i um just got so sure wait through this um so yeah keep learning this is the time um we got to make this society better, and we can only do that when we uh, know about each other and know about our histories and where we've come from and how this is affecting us right now.
0: For sure, sounds beautiful. Absolutely, no, that's I could not have said it better. That is absolutely accurate. Yep, we we have a we have a tremendous opportunity to catch the wave that's really been rising to a point here now, and if we can all if we can all catch it, then we can really make some pretty significant change. So that's mm-hmm. that's absolutely truth so marcus anything you want to plug anything you want to tell folks about um next
1: week we'll be back via zoom that's right i'll be visiting uh my parents and my people i will be calling you from there yes Yes, yes, yeah that's how that's gonna work probably will be in the cabin and we'll be switching spots yep absolutely um but you know uh just what Namat said get to know each other on both sides it's not just a one side thing it's not just a one person thing it's everybody thing so i think that's always important right yep um nothing to plug Outside of, listen to us, share, follow us on Instagram at Films in Black and White. Tell your friends. Um, Tell your friends. We will continue this movie series. Doug has the next movie option. We have a very special guest. We're not going to go too deep into it yet. Yeah. But there's a very, another very, uh, so we've had like three good guests back to back. Oh, yeah, absolutely. back to back to back. We only have
0: two. Well, the third one, I'm already counting. The third one, we're already counting. The
1: third one is going to be amazing. Okay. Um, We can't even get into that one yet until we get some more information. But... um, Outside of the usual, wash your hands. Okay? Wash your hands. 20 seconds. Warm water. Irish Springs that has disinfectant in it. Okay? Make sure when you're going in getting your groceries sometime, you got to disinfect that too. All right? Uh, and, of course, we cannot leave without telling you to wash your ass. Yep. That's right. Get uh, up in it. That's a little bit of it. That's it. Sometimes, just stop yep. what you're doing. Let yeah. me look in the camera. Stop what you're doing. And smell yourself, just yeah. a smell check, real quick. Like if you're in waft. public,
0: if you're in public, you can do this. Yes,
1: just a what just a do. just a quick waft. Like, hey, if you sit down somewhere, sometimes when your ass stinks and you don't wash it, you sit and there's a waft of air. Yeah. Just get a gust of that. Yeah. See if like see if you're on the up and up. Yeah. Cause if you're not, you probably need to postpone that meeting you in and go home for your lunch break, get a rag,
0: and wash your ass or a loofah upgrade. They're like 38 cents. Just upgrade. A loofah with the, that's got the little curve in the thing right. so you can really get in the cracks get and up crevices. In it. Get up in it. Yeah. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. If you care about your furniture, you'll wash your ass. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, because you are tearing a hole in you your You ever been couch. to somebody's house and they didn't just cook but there's a stench? We know know what it's from. We know what that is. We know what that's coming from.
1: You keep putting on your your couch, and you tearing a hole through your pants, through your drawers, and that stuff lingers, man, (sighs) especially if you got, like, cotton couches. Yeah. Like, it don't just bounce off. That stuff sits in its seat.
0: That's
2: why Big Mama Saran wrapped her furniture. Right.
0: See? Right. They didn't do it. They did it because people didn't wash their ass. There you go. Let's not go back to that. There we go. It fell out of style for a reason. It did. Great. I don't have anything to plug either other than the continuation, <laughs> the, continuation <laughs> the continuation of washing your ass. Um the only thing that I'm going to say is Check out some of our social media um, Instagram Marcus is doing an awesome awesome job like I feeding stories that are coming from the news to the Instagram um, also check out our facebook we 're revamping that dropping on some new like pictures photos things from the photo shoot today so we 'll share those there mm-hmm. um, and again, just to reiterate, tell your friends share us with other people um, invite people to this conversation I think especially with this movie series, um, more of the conversation we had today I think is necessary, and yeah. hearing other people have it sometimes gives you that extra bit of encouragement to to venture out and have that conversation for yourself so that's that's really all that i have as far as what we have to plug
1: that sounds good cool stick with us grow with us as usual um we got some merch on the way some wash your ass mask um, that's right lots of stuff on the way it's gonna be dope yep doug and i really just decided to yeah it's like we flipped a switch and said like let's do this for real so um before it was practice we'll see where this goes yeah Yeah, we're excited we're having a good time so that's all that matters but without further ado I love y'all. I appreciate y'all, but y'all know that though. We will see you new episodes every Friday. Don't forget to tune in 10 a.m. And on the YouTube, follow us on YouTube as well.
0: That's right. That's all I got. Right. We'll see y'all later.
1: See ya. Peace. Give them a chance to grow and yep. to and forgive them an the opportunity to learn. You know what I'm saying? Yep. But it's okay to hold them accountable and hold their feet to the fire when they start fucking shit up. Okay. Yep. Because you are a reflection of your friends. And what in that same the vein, people you spend the most time with. Exactly. So, yep. what if two or three of your people in your friend group are saying some wild ass shit? Guess what I'm gonna think about you? Oh, birds of a feather flock together. So, fuck you too. Okay. Now, in <laughs> yeah. that same, in oh, that yeah. that same breath, if two or three of your friends stink,
0: I'm gonna think that you ain't washing your ass. That's a very good point. that, um, that, that stench travels. It it stench flows together. Okay. And it doesn't and come if,
1: out if you don't smell it. And you hanging with people that are just kicking it with you, and they're laughing and kiki and, and ha-ha all the time, then they don't smell it. So all y'all shitty booty. Right. You know the best way to clear
0: up mud butt? So Washing your ass. hot water. That's it. Join Wash your in. ass. Please. Just get in there. Spend an extra minute. It's going to be worth it. It'll be worth the extra minute. Yes. And I completely agree with you. I mean, even on the other stuff of holding your friends accountable. Um Growth is a is a growth is a process, not a destination. Yes. Um, and so you need to always be improving and looking ways in which you can get better. But Jesus Christ, just wash your ass. Yeah, wash. Just wash. what you gotta do.
1: Just just bend over. Listen, bend over. Right. This is, we're gonna keep it honest with you because this is a family thing, right? That's how we do it. Bend over, touch your toes. That's it. Okay. While you bend over, touch your toes with one hand, take the other one, put the towel in there.
0: Get up in there.
1: Yep. That's get it. Get in there. I'll Don't fix. scrub too hard. Don't scrub till you bleed. But just scrub it enough so you feel fresh.
0: Right. Okay. I mean, at the bare minimum, hot water.
1: The at bare the minimum.
0: barest. Barest, barest of, minimums. of minimums. So, cool. That's all we got for you this week. Um, like, subscribe, leave us a review, um, and stick with us as we continue on this journey. We're very excited for it, um, but we hope you'll continue with us. So, until then, take care of each other, wash your ass, and we will see you all next week. See y'all. I think the yeah. ugly truth is that's kind of, and what's maybe something that you've learned from going through this process overall?
1: Man, the, the, the ugly truth of it all is <sighs> shit is a movie, but it's real. um, yep. And, and the ugly truth is this shit has been weighing heavy. The entire movie series mm-hmm. doing this week after week is heavy stuff. Yeah. Um, it, it weighs down on you a lot emotionally and, and, and mentally, to watch these things and know that they are not just fictional movies um these are based off of real life and real life experiences and they don't always have a happy fucking ending um no they don't but that's what the more than a movie series is about is diving in and realizing that a movie is something that is more than just something you turn on your tv to pass the time sometimes and we at Black Films in Black and White love to let you know and remind you that you take a movie as it is and sometimes movies are deep and they yeah. have a, a relaying message um, that needs to be heard so for me it was hard this entire series and, and as necessary as it is it's also hard as fuck to, um, to to dive into these movies in my identity as a black man there are certain movies I still cannot watch to this day because it's hard for me But it was necessary to do. And I'm glad that this idea came up. I think it was Doug's idea. Um, I'm I'm glad that this idea came up um, for us to be able to do this, especially with everything going on, because things did not just stop after George Floyd's death protests are still going on. Things are still happening, even in Zimbabwe, people are being abducted and, and beaten for believing in black lives matter and speaking up against police brutality. Yeah. Like, we have to continue the conversation, and this was our way of using our platform to do that. Yep. Rest in peace, George Floyd. Rest in peace, Breonna Taylor. Uh, arrest the murderers of Breonna Taylor. Uh, rest in peace, me- rest in peace, Ahmaud Arbery. Rest in peace to everybody that has died. Um, violent, public executionary type deaths. You know what I'm saying? And we demand yeah. justice for Elijah McClain and everybody else. Man, that's all I got.
0: Yeah um yeah I, I- i agree with you. I'd say that to say that sitting down and and dealing with something of the i mean the only movie that I think was in this series that was easy was i'm going because it was a comedy, yeah. but yeah. I think that that was more of an opportunity to highlight how rich black culture is and how many things mm. exist there. I think the ugly truth for me is that as much as I think uh and last week tonight with john oliver made a very good point is that i think as we study history and as we look at it i think we've assumed that certain mile markers um have meant being done with certain racist components yeah abolish slavery slaves don't exist anymore we got rid of Mm -hmm. that check it off the list we're done Yeah. yeah we got to the 1960s in the in the civil rights movement well check that out everybody's equal moving on and i think what this movie shows us is this shit was not a fucking checkbox. It was not something you, mm-hmm. we we crossed off years ago, and we got rid of racism the day the Civil Rights Act was passed. We didn't get rid of any yeah. of that. Um, this is nope. this, this is deep, complex, rich stuff that is not we're not we've never gotten any better at. So I think what it has done for me is highlighted the importance of movements like the Black Lives Matter movement. Because mm-hmm. can we just be fucking done with it? Can we just be yep. you know if you know Spike Lee made his movie in nineteen eighty six like that that's thirty goddamn years ago. Can we be mm-hmm. done? Like can can we finally get the momentum enough behind this that we can be done with some of this nonsense? Um, yep. You know the things in Crash. I mean, that movie was two thousand four. That's even less time. We're talking yeah. now 16 years between then, yeah. and it's still a pertinent and relevant discussion piece of things that take place every day. Are we going to cure individuals of racist thoughts and actions? Maybe not. But maybe, mm-hmm. just maybe, the system won't be holding people back then, also. Yeah. And that's kind Absolutely. of the movement. That's kind of the movement end of me as well. Yeah. Um, I think. I, I I mean I, I echo your sentiment of the of mourning those who have lost their lives in the battle against systemic racism. Um, I would really like to see the murderers of Breonna Taylor arrested, um, charged, tried, convicted. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. on top of that, figure out what yeah. the fuck happened with Elijah McClain. Um, yeah. At least. I mean I saw that they opened an FBI investigation so I'm I'm happy that there's at least some movement that way but fuck man we got to get this we we got to we got to figure those we got to stop all of them but those two specifically they've been hanging around for too long we got to figure that shit out. Yep. Absolutely. So, absolutely. Cool. Final thoughts for this particular episode as we close out. <laughs> Weird. Hey, Airhorn, when you air don't horns. know what to do. Air horn it out. Air horns. Arrest Um, the motherfuckers. Yeah. Um, As we close out episode 21, Marcus, what are our final thoughts? What do you want to leave people with?
1: Uh, Final thoughts. Try the best to be your best. Um, Do the best you can, as best you can with what you can, as best you can because you can. You know what I'm saying? And so Mm -hmm. um, I'm not asking you to save the world. I'm just asking you to be a good fucking human being. Um, and not just in your own, a good human being, because it affects your own inner circle. Do it as if, do it because, not as if, do it because it affects those around you. There's a ripple a ripple effect to your actions. Um, and just For always sure. keep that in mind. You know what I'm saying? Um, that's, that's, the, that's the unfunny part um, yep. of things. It's, it's, yep. it's bigger. There's a bigger picture than just you and me and the things that we go through. We all going to go through hell. We're all going to have these moments in our life. Um, but you have to keep going and you cannot take that out on the people around you. You know what I'm saying? Just be a good person, be a good person.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. The unfunny part for me is the same. Um, the unfunny part of me actually is more than just the same. Um, I actually do. I, I mean, Marcus kind of sloughs it off. Like, Oh, I took some personal time to get my head right. I, I really, to be honest with you, I think in the, in the light of what COVID has done to our society, I think what that being combined with the true prevalence and for some reason, since we all have the time to pay attention to it, Mm -hmm. really looking at systemic racism, dealing with the coronavirus and the way in which our economy is currently sitting, y'all take some mental health days. Just take a day and just disconnect from shit whether that's disconnect yeah, from facebook whether that's disconnect from twitter whatever if it's social media if it's you don't call that parent or that family member who just gets your ire Sets up someone, and it's all oh doom and yeah. boom, just take yeah. a minute and just go outside go for a walk call a good friend and just catch mm-hmm. up because at the end of the day like What you feed your heart feeds your head. And if you feed your heart good shit and make yourself feel better, like you'll be able to sort your life out and get everything straight. So I I think a big shout-out to Marcus for being a great role model. My challenge and my final thought is I want everybody to do more of that because it's Mm -hmm. really, really important, and it's super important for people um, to do across the board. On the unfunny part, at the bare minimum, wash your ass. At the... the bare goddamn minimum. The bears like. Life. I want you to look behind
1: you, Doug, at Stan Lee, yep, and I know. want you to look at his face. That is the face of a man. May he rest in peace. Yeah, That washed his ass. Uh, he, washed he washed it before him. he created Spider-Man. Yeah, he washed it before he created X-Men. I mean, for all we know,
0: he was inspired by X-Men and Sp- Spider-Man by washing by his wife, ass. Just taking by that washing
1: second. just the extra second gave us Wolverine. Yeah. Imagine what yeah. the extra second if you wipe your ass the ideas it could give us
0: next then you you could could be the next stan lee by just taking a minute and washing your ass
1: you could change the fucking game by wiping (laughs) your ass and that brings me to a quote um i heard by kendrick lamar in a song that i've had on repeat um and, and it goes to the funny and the unfunny side shit don't change until you get up and wipe your ass
0: yeah there it is yeah that's what it is that's that's the perfect summary that's what it is as always thank you for joining us on films in black and white um next week we'll be back to our kind of our usual routine of doing news movie news movie um yep. again we really appreciate everybody coming with us on this journey of this more than a movie series it's been absolutely eye-opening for us and we hope eye-opening for you uh, but stay safe stay healthy we love y'all and we will catch y'all next week
1: shout out to lamont sellers machina nash um Haley warren um, shout out to Brittany, shout out to everybody who listens to the fucking podcast, we just want to yeah. take some time to say that we love you, yeah. we appreciate you for being on this journey, and um, yeah, wash your ass, we'll be back next week, know what I mean? and don't forget to visit the fucking website, you know what I'm saying, you want to get yeah. in contact with us, only way to get in contact with me is at filmsonblackandwhite.com, I'm 21 bitch, time to do
0: some shots, ho <laughs> boom huh thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of films in black and white this week we reviewed the 2004 movie crash as a part of our more than a movie series we'll be back next week with a news episode to cover all the latest breaking news from movies comics and pop culture Stay stay connected with us in between episodes by following us on Facebook and Instagram at Films in Black and White. You can also follow us on our website at FilmsinBlackandWhite.com where you can find more information about your co-hosts as well as snack time recommendations and all of the things that you love about Films in Black and White. In the meantime, stay safe, stay healthy, we love y'all, and we'll see y'all next week.